atonement for me. Episode 2. The Before. Hey, Magical Misfits! It's Caden Ivy, and welcome back to Atonement for Me. So, I have my tea, I'm, and I'm ready to spill it with you guys. So, the world today, a little bit different than it was in January. I feel like I've lived probably 50 years since then. What a journey we've all been on. Uh, just with ourselves, as well as the way that we react to the world, is dramatically different. Even from eight months ago. Can you guys remember Christmas? Because I can barely remember Christmas and it's only July. So, let's talk about how we got here before. It sounds like a... It sound, honestly, I feel like I'm living in cutscenes from a video game recently, that this is now our post-apocalyptic world. We already lived through the apocalypse while we were in isolation. Before was what we had as the normal before. It would have been the, the opening scene in a movie or a video game on how the world was and we'd have this nice little text at the bottom. So let's look at that nice little text at the bottom for a second. <laughs> we all had our normal lives. We had jobs, we had normal routine. Everything was focused on career. How, how's your job? What do you do for a living? What do, you, what do you see for yourself in the future? Where do you want to be working? What kind of business empire are you building? That was our focus. Whether it was working minimum wage, you'd be a CEO of a company. For me, it was working two jobs and then having my own business on the side. And then suddenly COVID happens. <laughs> And the funny thing about COVID was right before isolation, I'd finally got a second job. Um, was working at a cafe. I'd just been hired there. In fact, we opened like a week before everybody went to isolation. So the last normal day from before all this happened was Friday the 13th. And that in itself is a very peculiar thing to say, seeing as my second job, the cafe, we'd only been operational for less than a week before we had to shut down. Everybody had to be shut down. We were all in this little isolation world and that was global. Some people discovered that uh, their house partners maybe you don't want to continue being their house partner. For me, it is, well, it was just me and my dog. Just the two of us, no human interaction other than social media and the phone. A lot of people around me, I found really, really struggled with 
being able to connect with each other, with other people, just because they were now stuck in their house and their four walls were essentially their prisons. For me, at the beginning, I thought, this is great. <laughs> You're locking me in my studio and giving me endless amount of time to create art and to create whatever I wanted without having to think about all the other things. So it was kind of a blessing for me because it gave me a little bit of space and kind of gave me a accidental art residency. In doing that, <laughs> I obviously had to really think about myself and the world and how I interacted with that. So I, some people might know that I started shooting a um, self-isolation series just by myself because I can't go to photo shoots anymore. And there was nothing else to do in my house. So I had my phone and I had me. So I made a photo diary, journal, whatever you want to call it, of my experiences in isolation. So it was more focusing on the emotion uh, of what I was feeling and capturing that in an image. And I did, shot all of that and implied nude or naked because I wanted it to be really, really raw. I wanted it to be as bare as I felt because even like in my own house, and even though I couldn't go out and do the work that I normally do and show uh, things in the way that I normally would, for example, having a fashion show, which um, we're still working out in the distant, in the near future, uh, fingers crossed, we'll see how that goes. But I felt so exposed. And in doing so, I recognized quite a few things about myself, um, as well as how mental health will affect people when you remove them from their community and surrounding. And I talked about that a little bit in the last episode when I was talking about how grieving is completely different now, as we aren't able, in many instances, to congregate and have that physical connection that we would normally have. Before George Floyd, my priority had been on career and the monetary things, making sure that I had stability within my home and food insecurities and Pay, living paycheck to paycheck was my absolute, that's all I was pretty much focusing on. And being in a house by myself, having my work removed from me, and then having the world outside of my house kind of explode gave me a completely different perspective on what the world could be going forward. Change can happen could happen, was happening, is still happening. And that was completely eye-opening for me. And I am amazed daily at how much I learn about how much other people have changed, how 
other people's perspective on other people have changed. I spoke about my my best friend in my my last episode. And when we started talking, he would use a lot of racial slurs and homophobic slurs in just his general jargon. And he didn't think anything of it. It wasn't meant offensively, as many people's comments are. But when I'm able to think about the things that people have said to me now, I have the time to reflect on why certain things will resonate with me and certain things concern me. And then I also was able to see through the change in language and in the change of of the world at large, his perspective changed on race and sexuality. And he became a lot more open and accepting. And that showed me the potential for the world that we have right now in that everything is changing and we are all being called to be more mindful of ourselves as well as mindful of the people who are around us. We went into isolation as individuals with very singular goals and focuses. Not everybody, obviously. I can only speak from my experiences, but I know it is quite common from the people that I've been talking to and also the things that I've been reading and watching and trying to educate myself with. Going forward, we are seeing more and more and we are called to action more and more as a whole, whether it's with racial sensitivity or even just wearing a mask as the crew who is here with me are wearing. It's a little thing, but it is a collective thing. And going forward, even though things are a mess right now, that's a world that I'm a lot more interested in, that I'm a lot more invested in, and that I have a lot more care for. And through that transformation, and that little bit of a light bulb moment going off in my head, I have changed my platform from just being, here's an image, think about it. And from before, how I used my fashion as awareness um, for sexual assaults, inequality between sexes, and um, mental health issues going forward, having that cha- that switch from the before to now, I have a lot more resources and a better mindset to be a little bit more educational 
So I was able to be a little bit more mindful with my own emotions and recognize my mental struggles, my emotional struggles. I talked to you guys last time about how opening up to my best friend really opened my eyes to different possibilities. And the same thing is going on now. If we open up to the world at large, we'll see things in such a different light. And it may be completely overwhelming and scary to have all of this happen all at once. Because let's be serious, it's like you took every television show series writer, have them put an idea for a catastrophe down on a piece of paper, and then had them just draw them out of a hat and pin them on a board and say, yep, that's our next crisis. But do that simultaneously, so now we are covered in crises. This isn't about to go away anytime soon. So we're expected to change our mentality to our new reality. And I think that it's not an impossible switch to make, but it is a very uncomfortable switch to make. And it is a discomfort that I know a lot of people are facing. But the difference is now we're all in the same boat. Yes, we all have our personal struggles, but the world at large is in crises. And we need each other. We need to have that connection because during isolation, we were deprived of that physical connection with other people. But we didn't realize how much of an emotional connection we'd been starved of previously. We have a new world. We can have new mindsets to go with that. And we also have so many resources out there to educate ourselves on going forward because there is no rule book anymore. There is no cookie cutter standard anymore. We were taught growing up, go to school all the way through, go to university, career, house, family, and all of that. We've gotten to a point where we've taken out a lot of the career bits because not everybody has a job still. Not everybody will make it out of this pandemic with the job that they had before, or even a job period. We have to rely on ourselves a lot more and rely on others to get through that, to get through this, to get through what we will have to get through. So it's about making those emotional connections. It's about being vulnerable with other people. It's about accepting other people's trauma, experiences, life stories. 
and being open to share them with other people as I'm doing now. It's about being mindful because we've gotten to the point in the video game where these are the pivotal choices which will affect all the rest of the cutscenes and storyline to continue. And it's also that point where we figure out, is it worth it to keep going? Because in the past, we've gotten to those points, we've gotten to those save points and being like, yeah, we're just gonna keep going and doing the exact same things. Well, we've fallen off that cliff about 50 times before and we've still died. Why are we saving that point where we're just gonna throw ourselves off that cliff again? when we can get to the rest of the storyline, which might be different. So now, because we've faced this boss or this particularly difficult part in our video game, we can go back and revisit all the things that we've done before and repeat them. Or we can keep going on our new adventure. And that's when the strategy switch. And that's where my mentality is switched. So it's a continuing journey, but it's been incredibly eye-opening. And it has given me a lot more confidence in myself and the, the perspective that I have in order to be open and vulnerable with you so that you can in turn be open and vulnerable with other people. And that's the tea. And that's my feel. <laughs>